0: Welcome to my testimony, and today we have another special guest on, yes, uh, Deborah Morty. Welcome to my testimony, Deborah.
1: Hi, thank you, thank you, this beautiful couple. It's a pleasure to be here with you guys. I'm very happy. May we all be blessed.
0: Amen. Yes, yes, Amen. and we're, we're looking forward to your testimony. It's always a pleasure talking to you. So I know for sure that the viewers will be blessed by your testimony. So welcome again. Amen. So before we get into Deborah's testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Mm -hmm. Father, we thank you for this uh, beautiful day that you provided for us. We thank you for Deborah. Thank you for her testimony. Thank you for her family and for all the things that you've been doing for her and continue to do in her life. We pray that as as she shares with us today, that we will be blessed and others will be blessed also, and that um, her words would play a part in bringing others closer to you, so that you may come and take us home, Amen. we pray in Jesus' name.
1: Amen.
2: Amen. 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 All right, so Deborah, tell us
1: a little bit about yourself,
2: where you were born,
1: etc. Um, well, I'm originally from Brazil, and uh, my family, uh, I grew up in a very simple way in a small town. I mm-hmm. uh, was like uh what people say tomboy I think, I guess. Like I was oh, on okay. the street playing all with right. my friends all day. And uh my my grand my grandparents also was like uh they were seventy Adventists. And my mom was 70 but my dad wasn't. So my mom, uh so I grew up going to church, you know, having the example of those old fashioned um uh, you know, Christians, my grandma and my grandpa, they're very faithful to the Lord.
2: And mm-hmm. I definitely
1: learned from her, you know, that how to have the relationship with, with God. And then I came here in 1999 mm-hmm. um, and I met my husband, Gary, okay. And we married in 2000 and I have two kids mm-hmm. right. and my stylist, mm-hmm. and, you know, the, re- the rest another... is history yeah <laughs> just uh mm-hmm. another ordinary person in the world Amen. Amen. <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Right. Exactly. so uh so during your life uh growing up yeah uh, you, you've been to um like all of us you had mm-hmm. you had some uh, very unique experiences so um share with us a little bit about some of those experiences you had growing up especially okay. growing up in the church
3: yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah um there, there was like uh, a lot of ups and downs in in, our, in in my life like everybody like you mentioned mm-hmm. but I think the moment that really marked my life and my family uh, it was when I was seven years old mm-hmm. and in uh, my I have a, a sister okay she she was two and a half at that time and I was seven mm-hmm. and I never forget when one night my parents, My mom woke me up and said, Debra, Debra, wake up. You have to go to the neighbor's house because we are bringing Claudia, which is my sister, to the hospital because she has fever. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's that's all she told me. And I went to the neighbor's house. I never forgot laying down in a sofa Mm -hmm. in my in my neighbor's house, looking up. And I had this feeling that I would never see my sister again. It was just like this strange darkness around me you know i felt the angel of death at that moment surrounding me and my family i was seven i was scared afraid i didn't even know what to say or to pray you know Mm. but long story short next day my parents came home without my sister wow it was the most traumatic moment for me and i truly believe that this changed my whole life in a way, the curse of my life, you know, the curse of, of your life changed with traumatic moments like that, mm-hmm. because my parents went to this spinning um, situation and my dad started drinking. My mom started taking pills to sleep, things like that.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I, I remember crying alone mm-hmm. when my mom was not watching. Because I didn't want to hurt more my my parents. So anyway, a couple of years later, things start getting better. My uh, mom has another baby, my brother. Mm -hmm. I have a brother. Right. And, um, you know, my mom, her strength was truly. And then we have a big family, you know, Mm -hmm. in Brazil. My mom have eight brothers and sisters. And my grandma and my grandpa from my mom's side, it was very much like close to the Lord. And I'm sure this helped a lot because we were always together, you know. And every Sabbath, I remember the prayers. Uh, my grandma took very serious, like the sunset right. on Friday and sunset right. on Saturday. And mm-hmm. I, I watched, you know, this beautiful relationship that she had with the Lord. And this helped a lot my mom. Um, it took a few years for my dad to get out of the addiction of alcohol. Okay. Um, But, you know, we survived through, I know, I know the hand of God, Jesus was always there Mm -hmm. because I'm still alive Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and uh, through other moments growing up, pretty much, uh, I went to high school, I live in the same town for 23 years, so I have the same friend which helped me a lot, you know, and um, then I started working with when I was 18. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, I never really had a chance to go to do a therapy, you know, because growing up like poor, we don't have many resources. So right. we I didn't have the choice or, or the opportunity. Oh, when Growing up, when I was a teenager, I went through some. My own hardships with the Lord, so mm-hmm. the Lord was my a counselor, he was, uh, he was truly my, uh, my friend, you mm-hmm. know, I talked to him about everything until today.
0: Right.
1: He's my helper.
0: <laughs> right. Right. So, so going through that traumatic experience at seven, um, it, 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 it kind of marked, uh, it, 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 um, it influenced your, your, um, I mean it, it had an in, an impact on your life. Impact on your life. how how, yeah. how how is that um, still impacting you today? Or tell us about your teenage years Please. going into young adulthood because yeah. I believe Yeah did the, it impact right. it
1: then? Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. you know, for a while, like I said looking back because you know it's one saying when you are in the moment of the right. situation. Right. Mm-hmm. I really believe, and that's what I would like to translate to people that are listening and will listen to this testimony. You know, there is some decision you make in life mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. later on in life, you feel like, oh, if I could go back or you feel mm-hmm. guilty for something you did. I, mm-hmm. But I believe like, you know, God is so merciful. It's not only that you mm-hmm. do what you can do. You do your best with what you have at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to forgive ourselves. In in, it's a waste of time and energy if you like live your life thinking, oh, what if, what if, what if. Right. So I know I did my mistakes, but I stopped going back and, and, and blaming people and blaming my parents and blaming the the devil and blaming, you know. So. For example, growing up, because my my uh, my dad was not going to church, you know, mm. so I did have this divide division in the house. Right. My 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 dad didn't really profess another faith or religion. Mm. He never said uh, he never told my mom don't go to church or. No, he, he would actually, he would say, bring Deborah. make sure you bring Deborah Because sometimes when I was a teenager, I didn't want to go. <laughs> right. I was forced right. to go a few times, you know, right. a few times I was forced to go and I, I went. Um. I think I grew up in in, in the time with the church. I, I also don't want to hear, uh, I want to be truly honest, okay?
2: Mm-hmm. I don't want
1: to pretend. I don't want right. to have like, oh, everything, you know, like everything's perfect because it's right. not. We have to deal with the real mm-hmm. deal so we can actually fix things that it should be fixed. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I believe that. For example, I know a lot of us have the experience of going to church. It was very much more traditional.
3: Mm-hmm. It was
1: very much more about your behavior. Right. What you do, right. what you eat, mm-hmm. what you dress. And let me tell you, this doesn't this doesn't work with teenagers this doesn't work with young people there's a lot of young people out there that is coming to church i believe you know or not coming to church because of this kind of pressure yes that i for example i went to church if i was a teenager today i probably would stand firm and say no i'm not going to church because you know how it's kids today yeah. And they 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 are being a little more fierce in what they think and what they want, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So at 40 years ago, we have a different kind of uh, moment. So people are a little more, the, the crown. we were a little more respectful with teachers and parents. At, at least I feel that. Mm-hmm. My mom look at me, she say one time and I obey.
0: Right, you right. Know? This this
1: was the kind of uh, yeah. personality I have. I was not really a rebalance. I mean, I don't know. I, I was I was not that easy. My mom tell me a few scenes like that I forgot.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah. yeah. But anyway, because yeah. I used to I used to get a spank man. Oh, my gosh, I used to get a spank. I don't know about you guys, but my mom was like, if I did something wrong, she come and spank me.
3: Right. I got right,
1: a spank right. many times. Yeah. And today, when I tell, uh, 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 when I tell my mom, "Mama, remember when you spanked me like this and like that. You know, I, I tried to tease her when I am with my uh-huh. kids. She said, oh, maybe I did that because you will be such a good girl, such an angel. That's why maybe you got a spank. Right. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So I should go to church, yeah. and. But to be honest, I think I did that mostly because mm. of, I felt obligated.
0: Right, right, I so felt... you, you went you went to church, went to church to please your parents, please your parents. and to, to be respectful, correct. right? Not because and you have a relationship with God.
3: Right?
1: Correct. I think the efforts, like I said, I'm not, I'm here not to blame anyone, okay? Because mm-hmm. even those people in the past and those people today, we have to respect everyone the way they are and the way their relationship and the, and the personality, there's different personalities in right. church. There is the, even the old fashioned people, mm-hmm. you know, the old fashioned one, they come to you, maybe say like, if you have a tattoo or you wear, a, in Brazil we have this, here's a little more. Plantation is special. Plantation right. is out of the box. We know right. that. Right. But I know not only people from plantations are to listening what I'm saying. Not only people that have a denomination what are gonna listen, my testimony right. and I think I truly believe God Jesus want to reach everyone outside the, the walls of the church Yes, Amen. you know he's calling people mm-hmm. to him Amen. he's calling people to him not to a church or a denomination yes. you know uh, to him first mm-hmm. and then the whole truth the Holy Spirit will guide people to, yes. to the truth yes. this is the work of the Holy Spirit Amen. you know it's yep. not a guarantee that you are inside uh, a denomination that will bring you salvation it's mm-hmm. jesus that's that, that saves and the holy spirit will guide you through all truth but of course um um in our in our denomination you know we are part of of a group of people that is also doing their best yes you know do. so mm-hmm. i have i don't want to i don't want to be like pointing like things that i see wrong and i got disappointed with people yes i did got disappointed with people inside the church but guess what because i saw they were special because they were in church when i realized that we are all in the same boat yes we are all humans because then i grew up i had my own kids and i understood my parents i understood these people and and now quite frankly you know i was you know i'm part of the woman's ministry team, right? Yeah. The group implantation. Right. And working with people, I never got this position before. When I was invited to, to participate, I was surprised because I'm like, I speak, I speak, I speak what I think. I, you know, <laughs> and. Um... You, 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 t- you tell your
0: mind. <laughs> you tell what's yeah, on your and, mind. Right.
1: And hmm. when, 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 you know. My dear sister came to me and said, Deborah, I, I said, "Oh no, 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 no! I, I don't think you, you picking the right person here. <laughs> oh, I'm
3: sorry,
1: uh, because you know I don't know. I, I never really quite participate too much in church because." You know, like all the meetings and all the you have to please everybody, and then you have to speak in certain way and you have to behave in certain way. And I, I want to be myself. And she right. said, Deborah, that's the exact reason I, I would like to participate. And I said, if I can be myself, then you know uh, it's okay. So that's why plantation is very special for me, it's a special place. Yeah. So when I like I said, let me go, go back to the thought. When I start participating and learning okay because i'm still in a learning process mm-hmm. of about leadership right and then say we we do some some kind of event right. for a group mm-hmm. a group of people right, right. Mm-hmm. i just found that you will never please everybody
3: that's true you know right
1: you will never please everybody right. you never please everybody you do something and then half of the the the, the crowd will love what you do the other half Or the other maybe two-thirds would always have a complainant, always have something uh, else that they need. Mm. So the challenge for me, and then I start understanding people in church, Mm. you know, the leadership, people and and usually the same people trying to do because other people that complain, they don't engage. Usually the complainers or the people that always find something wrong in what other people do. For some reason, it's because they either they don't engage or they are afraid about doing something and be criticized, criticized. Oh, so mm-hmm. being a leader, to me, what I've learned so far is really to, you have to be humble. You have mm-hmm. to have the love of God for souls because you're not a leader of one group
3: right?
1: or one taste or one kind of people. A leader to me, has to be delivered for all for, uh, for all even though i know i'm not gonna please everyone but right. i should be open to understand all concerns you right. know and all personalities yes and all mm. kind of people and this helped me to heal mm. you know this position helped me to heal some struggles that i still have in my life with things that i suffer inside mm. the church right wow. Some big disappointments that I had inside the church, but then when I, I realized, you know what? Why do we look for hope, for example, for love only in human beings inside the church or leaders, human leaders? Mm, We're gonna be disappointed. We awesome. truly have Dude. to look up to Jesus. Yep. Yeah. you know, to Him, to Him, because with Him you're never gonna be disappointed.
2: Right. So when did you actually realize that, you know, I need to have a relationship with God? When was that well, point for you?
1: I, I remember when I was 19 years old. This is another the vis- divide moment in my life. When I was 19, um, I was going to church sometimes, but, you know, I was like, I don't know. Then I had uh, moments that uh, I got some invitation to be, in the in the beauty ministry, let I me mean, not ministry, um modeling. Beauty yeah modeling. Right, okay. Uh modeling. Mm-hmm. I participate in a couple of beauty page pageant things mm-hmm. and I got some invitations to to be a model and things like that. And I was trying, but then this at that time, like over thirty years ago, Again, I didn't have the support of my parents for that. I didn't support. I didn't have a support of my boyfriend with that. Mm-hmm. Right. I was feeling by myself. I was feeling mm-hmm. what I do. So I tried a little bit. It was very hard because then you have people that try to, you know, abuse you. It seems like that. Right. So I gave up. One one time, I was really lost, and I forgot was on uh, New Year's Eve of that year. I don't remember the year. I don't know if it was eighty-seven or so. I was at the beach after the the, the fireworks. I start walking back home, mm-hmm. like seven in the morning. Seven okay. in the morning, by myself. By mm-hmm. myself. And I at that time I was in Peruíbe, which is a hometown of uh, my grandma. And uh, I spent a lot of my vacation in the summers over there. My mom born over there, but I live in another town. This was, you know, it's almost like. Uh, Miami and Boca, like the distance, about oh, an right. hour and, and a half. Got gotcha. And and, and Ibi is a small town, like a very small, you know, but cute mm. beach town. And I was, and that was the church in there, actually. There's a little pretty area where the church is in a small, there's like a cold second, a small garden. And that church, actually, the land was my great grandparents that, um, donate the land to build the church over there so oh, okay. you know okay. and I and so it's a very special church dear to my heart a small one so I was walking back and I walked back and I decide to walk through the church through the garden in there and there's a huge tree you know there and there was a little bench underneath I never forget to this day that I sat on that bench and I said Jesus I don't know what to do in my life Mm. You know, I was not. I was not really into drink or drugs. Luckily, I right. this, this, this did not appeal to me. Mm. I understand other people struggle with that. It is very hard. So, but I didn't struggle with that. But I struggled with other things. Right. Mm. I had abusive relationships. I I didn't know what to do with myself. Mm. So, at that moment when I sat there, I felt, I felt the presence. Is like, it's almost like a friend sit by my side because I was feeling alone, lost. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know what to say or to pray. Right. But, you know, God, I know the Holy Spirit is amazing. In, in his word, he said that I am with you every day of your life. Mm-hmm. You know, every day, right. in every moment, yeah. in every situation. So I guess it was more, my, more me open up than him showing up.
3: Uh, okay.
1: Because he's always there. Right, right, right. You know? Sometimes we need to quiet and stay still mm. and listen and surrender. So at that moment, uh, I said, Jesus, I don't know what to do in my life. And he, I, I almost just hear him saying, I am with you. I am too. And I love you. Trust me. And, you know, after that, my, my life changed a little bit. I moved. Let me tell you. Hmm. It's not an easy road. No. Nope. Okay?
3: Right.
1: Not an hmm. easy road. Because sometimes people think that being a Christian or having a relationship with God is like this. Uh, it's always Christmas, Santa Christ. Claus. and. It's like a little gin in a bottle that you yep. say, oh, I want this, the I want that. And store, you know, right. No. The struggle change is to me, it's almost like my struggle changed. Uh, I felt a little more uh centered, a, a, a little more like, okay, at least now I have I have a, a, a target. I, I wanna I wanna do something else in my life. So I decided to go to my move to with my grandma that moved to Sao Paulo to the big capital you know sao paulo
3: mm-hmm,
1: right to, and to get a job and and to i don't know maybe hopefully go to school for right. hair because by this time already doing hair i do hair i was cutting hair since i was 13 years old oh, wow. i did hair almost as a hobby oh wow uh so i started okay what i'm gonna do in my life and i felt like holy spirit told me hey go get a job go live with your grandma you love her she love you so anyway I got a job in, in Sao Paulo in uh actually was a uh, super bomb with a uh, a huge uh industry for uh the 7 day adventist group in Brazil. Okay. It is like uh they have like thousands of uh employees. Mm-hmm. I start working in there thinking I would have I would make some good friends. <laughs>
3: Okay, right.
1: Some good friends inside the church, you know. And that was like I had a lot of big disappointments mm-hmm. with religion with people. Right. So again, like I said, my struggle changed. But you know what? After that, everything that happened, then I marry over there, my first marriage, because I married three times. Oh, okay. Uh, Harry is my third. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I outside there, some people can relate uh like i said i I have my struggles with relationships so harry uh, we are married for over 20 years now
3: oh amen but i
1: did have another two marriages after uh, before that so jesus (laughs) must love me so much my angels worked very hard with me right
0: right right wow so so um so tell tell us a little bit about um some of those um things that you went to um in that town with 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 the people from church and y- your your marriages. Let's 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 talk a little bit about your marriages.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. Oh my God! Mm-hmm. I didn't even you know, ever go there because it's so <laughs> much. It's so much. I mean, you know, I as far as, as relationship, divorcing, and all of that, uh, I also don't blame any of my ex husband because. I think relationships is is, is two, two mm-hmm. ways. Even if you have, I, I have to be really careful with what I say because I don't want to, uh, other people out there to compare my experience. And I don't want to say in a way that other people feel right. b- like I'm criticizing anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like I said, I decide to stop blaming other people for my yeah. pain, for my mistakes. So you know what? I took the blame. I took the blame. Mm. So I know they, they they probably were not perfect. I know I was abused or whatever and all of that. But there was one very special moment that I also remember in my first marriage. In my first marriage, it's a, it's, it's a tricky thing when mm. you pray and you don't understand mm. the answer right. that God gave to you. Okay. it's a very tricky thing because i was young i was 22 and when, when i was dating this this man mm-hmm. and he was like about two years you older than me and he's the same i was going to church i was doing everything like inside the box everything like they ask you to do right you go to church you pray i participated in this singing group and 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 this guy he he used to be seven Adventist. so we fell in love he was already he 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 was already divorced. He was 26 and have a, a little daughter, but he was divorced. Oh, okay. okay. But we met and he decided to go back to church and get re-baptized. Amen. Guess what? Oh, right. everybody right. was happy. Oh, he's going back to church. He got baptized. And, and you know, everything like a fairy tale, right?
3: Right, right. But,
1: but not. That's why we have to pay attention with yep. the young people. Yeah. So because my parents i didn't live with my parents anymore and because again i was very i, I was always a little bit like uh, i would say independent i'm a strong i figure out now that i'm strong head <laughs> you know like right. when i believe something i want something knock myself out i i get hurt but i go after you know mm-hmm. i'm i'm like a go after mm-hmm. kind of person okay. so i just because I I, uh, I I was hurt because he cheated on me, you know. Right. Uh, my when we were engaged, but I mm-hmm. I didn't told my parents, I didn't tell mm-hmm. anyone because we already engaged, and I pray. We I never forget this day. We pray together. And the Holy Spirit impressed. I, I I didn't know how to. I I I was confused. That's the word. Okay. I if I had a, maybe a counseling, a, a therapy, whatever. If I couldn't speak with my parents, but the thing is, when we pray, asking if we should marry, mm-hmm. I ask God I say, God, you I want I need you to give me a sign. I right. I need to tell me if I should marry this man. Mm-hmm. When, if he cheated on me. Maybe is a sign that I should not marry him. Right. And the Holy Spirit said, oh, yeah. But then after that, when I went to break up with him, he was like, oh, please, I love you. Forgive me. Let's pray. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 leave me like this. So, you know what? I felt, you know, God is a forgiving God. Right. Right. Why don't you forgive him? And give him another chance. But deep inside, I felt God was telling me, no, he's not for you, honey. You don't have right. to marry. But I didn't have the strength and the courage and in, in, in the emotional perception or maturity mm. to say no. Right. And I ended up marrying him. Mm-hmm. And after about a year or so in a marriage, he cheated on me again. And of course, this time around was like, I said, Neh. Nah. <laughs> and then we end up we we broke up you know okay. we we divorced
2: right so how
1: is i your... mean like i said i i am sorry to cut you like i said yeah. i'm not blaming him i'm saying this because he yeah. he probably was also struggling in his life in his relationship and the approach that we had with the religion was the wrong one right you know mm-hmm. it was just like an outside thing a behavior right. thing and i think that's the danger about uh, uh when you want to go to church just to show off or just to right. just mm-hmm. like wear a mask and mm-hmm. and and then like pretend that everything is okay because mm-hmm. you think this is the right thing to do but it's not you know i i think we should be a little more real and a little more aware what 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 people are going through to find the the true help you know Mm -hmm. not saying that follow my example not saying that i'm just telling my story and i and i believe it's that moment Mm -hmm. if i had somebody older or maybe somebody that i know that love me if Mm -hmm. i would open to talk with them without a shame right you know and without being afraid of being judged Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think I think I would not marry him. Right. Oh, wow. Right.
2: Wow. Yeah. Wow. So how have you seen your, your spiritual walk change with all the experiences that you've had up to this point?
1: Um, something very special happened when I came to the U.S., honestly. When I left everything behind, again, I felt myself almost like under that tree when I was 19. Okay. Because I was 32 years old, divorced again. My daughter was two, I mean, three. And I was like, what am I doing with my life? Mm. No, I'm divorced again. Um, I have a daughter. And again, I was not trying to not blame anyone. I was just trying to find myself again. I said, am I going to live my whole life like this? Mm. You know, and I said, God, I need help again. i I mean... Th- there is your daily thing, and there is crucial moments in right. your life, yeah. mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. When you have to make decisions, and I, I consider like when I was nineteen I was one of them. Then when I married and divorced was another time of this. And this time when I came to U.S. was a big moment in my life because I was going to leave behind my roots. I had my own house, I had my own business. My daughter was three years old. Mm-hmm. People were telling me, are you nuts? Are you crazy? What are you going to do in the United States? You know, then I so, but I needed a change. I needed something. I was lost again, going again in wrong relationships. You know, mm-hmm. so that something, something has to happen in my life. So I came here at first in the very first six months, I came without my daughter. Okay. My daughter stayed with my parents. I, mm-hmm. I, I talked to her father with my parents. I planned the whole year to come here, save a little bit of money. And when I came here, I felt, <clears throat> sorry, I felt again starting my life. Uh, didn't speak much English. Uh, luckily, I have like a connection. I have uh, my cousin that lives here and mm-hmm. she used to go to this Brazilian group, you know. So I did have that cell of the christian of seven-day adventist people
0: right
1: that again that help each other you know it was a brazilian group
3: right
0: today
1: actually we have the brazilian temple right. uh, church
3: mm-hmm. and
1: uh at that time they they used to rent a, uh, another church in rental manners right and right. you know yeah, that yeah, helped me a that lot one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah yep. so that really you know that was to me truly uh Church body of Christ uh should be doing. You know, when you when I came here and I need help and they help me. You mm-hmm. know, they have people there, the network, people finding helping you to find a job and then Fine. helping you to. No, mm-hmm. you can stay with me. You can, you know, I rent you a, 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 a room for like cheap cheap until you get your feet up. And so that helped me a lot, a whole lot. I felt welcome. I felt when I came here, I felt a fresh start. I cannot even explain to you how I was blessed in this country. Right. You know, I, I, I truly believe that God want to bring me here. Because even before I married the first time, remember the first marriage when I was 19? Yeah. One of those things that, that I saw, it's like, you know what? I would like to go to the U.S. I would like to to go there, learn English. and I already have this desire. In your
2: heart, right? right? Exactly.
1: In my heart, mm-hmm. before my first marriage, before maybe wow. that was the plan of God for me. And I went around and around, <laughs> okay. and then finally <laughs> right. I came here. You right. know, um, and then was was I just it was a fresh start. It was so good. I felt, I felt I need a, a new challenge. Put it this way. I think what stress us to you when you keep having the same problem all over and all over. This really, man, is it, is like it breaks you. It's like you give up because of that. So okay. I think when you change your problem
3: <laughs> okay. change
1: your challenge because you know, to be honest, you know, life is not easy. We're always gonna have struggles and challenge. But I think when you are in the same challenge for years and you and you are still not conquering this. Mm. You have to change your challenge that that's that's my this is my own was my own thing, you right. know uh, So my coming in here I changed the challenge in my life. I mm. was like I have to learn the language I have to find another job. I have to figure out
3: mm-hmm.
1: I have to figure out that right. make made me feel alive. It right. made me grow up I didn't have family parents nobody just one cousin and I have then I start going to church I found my first job was to be a babysitter and uh, this little baby that just born. So this lady from church said, Debra, I'm gonna find a job for you as a babysitter. Is that okay? I cleaned the house of this lady and she is in the hospital. She's desperate. She needs a uh, a babysitter. She brought me to the interview in the hospital. I And she was translating for me. Okay. Pam, yeah, Pam was the, 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 the girl. Right. It was her first baby. Right. Pam, oh, I have an incredible story about Pam. Let me be quick. So anyway, <laughs> she she was de- she was desperate and said, OK, OK, she hired me. Wow. So right, right when she left the hospital, the first night, I went to sleep with her for the whole week with baby Benjamin. His name was Benjamin. And I had incredible, it was incredible. I felt like, oh, my God, I could barely understand what she was saying. But she knew I had a child. I never forgot the first t- time that she asked me for a pacifier. She's, she was holding the baby and she said, Deborah, can you get, she speaks slow. Can you get the pacifier? I'm like, sure, if I knew it was pacifier, I'm thinking about that. I'm not talking to her. If I knew oh, I said it, I'm, wow. like, I'm like, pacifier, uh-huh. And I smile at her and I said, pacifier? She said, pacifier, <laughs> I'm like, pacifier. And she said, pacifier, uh, pacifier. Uh, and she was showing me and I'm like, oh, pacifier. <laughs>
3: Right. It was so much
1: fun. You know, it was so much fun. And when I think back to say, I have no money. I have no house. I didn't speak English. I Mm. and I was learning. Yeah. That made me feel so amazing. And then I got Mm. a pacifier for her, and she said, "I'm gonna help you a little bit with English." She bought some. She said, "I'm going to work, Deborah, and every day I want you to read for Benjamin. Mm. Read for him." She bought me books, of course, in English. So that's the way I learn English. Wow, wow. working, you wow. know, and and not translating and, right. and and with baby books and with television and and then I met Harry, my husband. Actually, not like after nine months and we start dating. Mm-hmm. And this, of course, my English flow after I met him because I work with somebody that only speak English and then I start dating with somebody that just speak English. So the English can and then my daughter. Came right after six months, and you know, me and Harry, we marry quick. We marry like a six month dating, we marry. And So, uh, let me tell you, something when you are, oh, there's one sp- very special thing. When I came here and I was um, analyzing my life, I said, I cannot live my life the way I was living, right? I have a right. daughter and I have God, you gotta show me mm-hmm. what I have to change. You gotta help me. So, when I got my first apartment, that i start renting after a couple of months i made this a prayer packed with god every day at a certain time i don't know if it was six o'clock or in the morning before i was specifically praying for god to show me the right person for my life because i knew i could not be single i knew i want a partner for my life and i know i have a daughter now Mm. so i was praying earnestly every day specifically God show me and into this process, I was praying for after for about two months before I met Harry. It was very clear for me that God God put Harry in my life. Uh, In the process of praying for that, God was healing me and showing me a lot of things that I have to surrender and repent. Wow. Okay, surrender and repent. I went through this process with God before I met my husband. Because mm. if not, I would not be ready for him and it was probably was probably going to be another divorce because again, I think the healing had to happen in me right. first the mm. healing and the repent right. and the remake of my own you know so and then when you are in in, in, in the right path things happen happen mm. fast and happen in peace. Mm. you know that's what I think when it's coming from God, you have peace. You have peace that is yes. coming from God. Amen. Amazing,
0: amazing, amazing journey. Uh, journey. Deborah Yeah. Amazing, yeah. amazing.
1: So. And it didn't end, yeah, right? We are in the journey, but you know, um, right. I'm, I'm definitely. I don't know how mature I am <laughs> because a <laughs> little crazy. My, in my, I say my walk with God, I mature a lot. But I have this free spirit with me and, and uh, right. I have this artist side of me Right. that even my husband say he put the right man in my life because he knows. He say, Debra, you are free spirit. You are a little, my weird, crazy artist. And he loved me the way I am.
3: Of course. You know? Amen. And,
1: and God have to put somebody in my life that accepts right. me and mm-hmm. love me the way I am mm-hmm. because there are things in you that is not going to change. Right. You know?
0: God created you. God created you right with foot right? yeah. um, so that you can minister to people in that, yeah, way. In that way. Because you know, yeah, we're, like... we're not we're not all fit in the same mold. We're not mm-hmm. all the same people, and that's what makes it so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Where God yeah. created us, yeah. He made us so different, all of us and different mm-hmm. personalities, so that we can minister to each other. Exactly. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so how did you how did you find Plantation? Tell us about that yeah. journey.
2: Exactly.
1: Well, plantation was um, when me and Harry, Harry Harry's military, his uh, US Coast Guard. So in the 20 years, we moved a few times. We moved to Virginia a couple of times. The last time we moved to Virginia, uh, we want to come back here. Of course, I want to come back here.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: You know, the little piece of heaven. You know, in Plantation. Okay, right. Uh, Yeah. At that time, Ilma worked there. She was the one Mm -hmm. responsible. Ilma is Brazilian too. Amazing woman. And she was so dedicated to those kids. And then, like, I remember I felt safe when we moved here with David. He was one year and a half. Then when he turned two, two and a half, I put him in the little piece of heaven. Okay. And I, yeah, because I used to go to the Brazilian church. But then because David was here... And you know, David, my son, now is sixteen, but he went to uh, plantation uh, school. Right. The whole like first grade to eighth grade, he graduated there. And mm-hmm. of course, that made me participate in plantation church more, and mm-hmm. go there because my son was there. And then mm-hmm. I is when I start, you know, meeting people, making friends, and and then just like uh, really feet in 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 this way that plantation uh church body is Mm -hmm. you know the way they worship the way they fellowship and Mm -hmm. i just feel part of the body right exactly right
0: it's amazing that I'm. I'm glad. I'm glad for little piece of heaven. Yes. Because we, we get we get to have you as part of our mm. family at Plantation. Oh, you're, thank you're you. So, I'm glad for so you guys at Plantation. Yes, so special to us, you know. And uh, yeah. Plantation is truly a special church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you shared with me that our uh, Plantation is 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 so different for you. Tell us. Tell us a little bit about that. Why is it Why so special
2: it for you? Than the Brazilian temple and the churches and, you've
0: been to, and the way you have grown up, because you know, yeah. born and raised Adventist. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I have my personal experience with that too. So, because I was
1: <laughs> raised too. So,
0: but tell us a little bit about well, why plantation.
1: To you? you know, plantation for me. Again, like I said, there is no there is no perfect Church. person, or religion. Mm-hmm. We are in a process. Right. We are in this journey to God, mm-hmm. you know, we are in uh, growing from glory to glory or, right. you know, we are being perfected by the Holy Spirit in, in our journey. Mm-hmm. So, but I believe, you know, just how you have your group of friends. I mean, you may love everybody, but you may don't get along with everybody. Right. This is just life. You know, like uh, in, at my work, we have three or four. I have four co-workers. I get along with all of them. But. I really like to talk and, and fellowship more with one of them because this is life. Right. So I think church body is is pretty much similar to your own relationship yeah. with your friends and people. So plantation for me, is is very clear that plantation is a multicultural church. Right. If you go there, it's very clear. You have yeah. like Asian, you have uh, Brazilians, you have like Caribbeans, you have yeah. Afri- uh, African-American. And you have people from all over. right? right, right. And yeah, sure. I compare, I don't know if you ever been in Epcot in, in, in Orlando. Yeah. You know, when you go to Epcot, I like to go and walk around because all those countries, all the cultures together bring me this feeling of unity, right. not uniformity. Because uniformity is different than unity. Mm-hmm. We don't have to have uniformity. You know, because we all different. Right. Remind me, remind me, in the twelve tribes of Israel. Right. You know, we all have our traits, uh, traces, and and God created like this. So when we learn, that's I see a little more implantation than in any other places. When you learn to accept other people the way they are, mm-hmm. you know, with accident, accident, I mean accidents accent yeah with their colors right. with the richness of their culture mm-hmm. that come and, and we can collaborate with each other to me this is more example like how it's gonna be in heaven
3: amen, amen. amen.
1: because yeah. because Jesus said this gospel is for all nations all tongues all people yes you know and can you fit that in Inside the four walls of one religion, in one church, in one denomination. No, nope. I don't think so. I but think it's, you exactly. know. But again, if I compare the other places I've been, other churches I participate, I see more this variety, plantation. Right. You know, I felt again with this invitation that I have to be part of woman's ministry.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I and, and and I felt like oh, so. I can participate, I can right. do something, even though I married three times. Mm-hmm. Because you right. know how I was in the right. past. I have tattoos. Mm-hmm. I wear my you know, like jewelry, whatever. And mm-hmm. at, at that time that I grew up, this was like, oh no, 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 she cannot go up front and do anything because right. you have to be completely spotless, perfect, and saint, you know. And I he I said, Oh, I'm a sinner not like i'm not saying i'm a uh, willingly doing wrong things around and not that it's like i know i'm weak right i know i'm a sinner
3: right
1: i know i'm not perfect can i still participate mm. and i felt implantation said yes you can right you know i felt like not because i'm special no if i have something to give mm. But if I can be real and true to who I am and still have something to give, I will. Because if I don't lie to God, I don't want to lie to other people. That's Mm -hmm. true.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, That's
3: true. yeah,
1: yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to lie to God and I don't want to lie to other people. I don't want to lie to my church. I don't want to. If I cannot participate because, I don't know, because something I did or something I am, it's fine. It's not going to even hurt my feeling. I understand. Uh, there is a protocol. Mm. I understand there's church guidelines and of I have course. to respect that. Right. You know, I have to respect that. But if I disagree with something, I will tell you.
3: Right. Right.
1: If I don't like something, I will tell you. Mm. If I feel something, I want to be real with my feelings. Because I think one of the things that went wrong with the church is because one pe- I still see young people saying, Oh, I don't want to go to church because then I have to stop doing this. I have to stop eating that. So it's almost like, okay, church mm. is a place that you have to stop doing things. Stop doing, you have to fix the doing. behavior and then you can participate. And then you can right. participate. How about right. fixing oh. the heart? How about fixing the yeah. heart?
3: Yeah, yeah, amen. Yeah, 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 Only yeah.
1: one that can fix the heart is the Holy Spirit and Jesus. So,
3: amen.
1: yes. Oh, I can tell you, I, I love plantation. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> so, amen. amen.
0: Perfect. Perfect segue. Because I, I want you to... um. To talk a little bit as we wrap up, um, mm. talk a little bit to the to the young people who are growing mm. up in the church um, about um, some of these issues, um, about you um, finding Christ for yourself, because right. you right. you had to find Christ for yourself and, have, and not yeah.
2: maintain that relationship right. with Him
0: and not yeah. have the, um, the 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 things in place, the happy Sabbath or you know I'm yeah. going to church yeah. now, let me clean this up so yeah. I look, but in your yeah. heart you're not you're not prepared you're not yeah, ready yeah. you're not right in your yeah. heart but so. outward outwardly you're you're yeah. perfect you know yeah and then the struggle so, with that too which is so real because after a while it, it catches up to you because mm-hmm. you can only yeah. do you can only fake it so, so much yeah. yeah it's gonna catch up well, so talk to the young people a little bit about how okay what's the right angle to take on this
1: the young people of all ages because there is some young people in old bodies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true, too. I'm still young.
1: There's, there's a, there is a lot of young souls in some old bodies that is right. still struggle. Mm. You might be 60, 70, and you still struggle. Mm. But especially for the young, young ones, you know, that is wondering with drug. what I do with my drug addiction, mm. what I do with my uh, sexual addiction mm-hmm. what i do with my homosexuality right what i do with the feelings that is in my mind and and what and what I do is the peer pressure right mm-hmm. uh you know it is real it doesn't mean that you come into church and you're gonna disappear right. okay so uh, for the young people i would say uh, just the way you want to be accepted, and you don't want to be judged and you need uh, maybe other people that think like you. I mm-hmm. truly want you to understand that because we are older, for example, me, I'm 54. Okay. It right. that doesn't mean that I don't have my struggles anymore, mm-hmm. you know, right. Uh, that it, it, look people around you and see we are the same. We are not different. We are made from the same God. We are made from emotions and feelings. Yep. I might have a little more experience than you. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I I even, I'm here, we are in church. Like, for example, this awesome, beautiful couple. They are amazing. They do a lot of things with young people. For example, I learned to love them with the film ministry uh, a few years ago when we did like mm-hmm. the... The movie, the movie, yeah, uh, yeah camp for a week with my son. Right. I see the dedication right. they mm. did. Listen, they donate pr- pretty much their time, mm. you know, and the dedication that they have for these young people. This motivates me and impress me to also do something. I wish the young, the young people see, look around, and find at least one, one person that they can trust. Yeah, yeah. And they can open their heart. Mm. Because here's the thing. If you open a, your heart for the wrong person, you mm. might be even more hurt. Yeah, it's true. So your walk with Jesus is important, but you also need friends or one or two pe- person that can listen to you, you know, and then you can trust to open your heart. Um, now, as far as your spiritual journey, Okay, because we are a uh, mind body and soul. Yes. Right. Like I said, your struggles is not gonna disappear just because you believe in Jesus. Mm. You know, Paul said, you know, oh what a wreck man I am. I, I things that I want you to do, I don't do. Right. And
3: yeah. And
1: mm-hmm. things that I you know I want to do because I know it's right, I don't do it.
3: Right. Yeah. Who's
1: gonna who's gonna save me for that? You know, so we will until Jesus comes back, we're still gonna have struggles in life.
3: Yes.
1: Um, I I think we have just to take day by day, yeah. you know, really day by day, have like I said, good friends, friends you can trust. And uh definitely you have to make a decision too. You know, decision is important. You have yeah. to make a decision. Like if you have a tendency for something that you know is not good for you, is not right. Mm-hmm. And you, on your own strength, can't really uh, fighting it against. And mm-hmm. you feel like you you need help, professional help.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, ask for help. Ask yeah. for help. Yeah. Ask for help. I think one of the things that I maybe didn't do, and maybe if I did, I would be surprised. Like I never mm-hmm. ask for help much, too much. You know, like mm-hmm. I said I was maybe because I'm a little stubborn and maybe because I didn't want to hurt my mother feelings or my right. my family feelings, mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't ask for help. I saw I have to be strong all the time and okay. this is this is wrong. this is a lie. no one is strong all the time. We need help you know so uh, what else I can tell the young people do not give up. Do not give up. Even if you feel like somebody's judging you. If you go come to church and don't feel like you belong. Like there's a lot of weird people in church. I am okay. one of them. Okay? Right. So if you think right. you are the only weird, come look for me. Come look for me," I said I. Oh, "See this crazy lady, Deborah. You know, come talk to <laughs> me. I'm not. I'm not gonna judge you. I'm gonna tell you. I went through so many things in my life that I cannot right. even disclose. Disclose right. here mm-hmm. in right. this video. Mm. Um, even with my own kids, I have a daughter that is 25 years old. She was a tough cookie once she was a teenager. She's, mm. you know, and I have to go through things like, you know, I said, "Oh my God, what I do?" I look up and I said, "You know what? Love them. Mm-hmm. Love them. Love them." right so love in the end truly love is the answer you know because you know if you keep the law without love Mm -hmm. you keep it in vain love is the major ingredient for anything the love of god for us when jesus came and died is the biggest example if you have any doubt just look to the empty cross
3: right
1: and 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 if you have any doubt of anything in your life, mm-hmm. just stay still and meditate for 5, 10 minutes and what Jesus did in the cross for us mm-hmm. and praise. Let me tell you something about praise. Praising elevates you and your mind to this realm of trusting God in a way that nothing else can do. I think praise many times uh, kept me out of uh, a breakdown, never mm-hmm. a breakdown. Right. You know, right. prayer and pray. Young people, young people, find a song that you like mm-hmm. that connects you, your soul, your language with God, with the creator. Find a song amen, and play all over and all over. You know, do your prayer yeah. in your style. You don't have to pray. The other people pray and the other people teach you. No, praying is a communication. Right. Praying is just yeah. communicating with, with somebody else, mm-hmm. with God. So pray your way. If you wanna just say two words, you say two words. Mm. If you wanna cry, because many times my my prayers is liquid. Mm. Liquid prayers work miracles to heal your soul. I
0: like that. You know, liquid. Like yeah. Liquid prayers. Liquid nope. prayers
1: mm-hmm. is when you cry. I know <laughs> she's mild because she knows what I'm talking about. Yep. Sometimes when you <laughs> yep. when you come to talk to God, you don't even have words. You just have mm. to cry like a baby. Mm. And, you know what after that i get up i wash my face and say you know what i feel better yeah
3: wow. because
1: i was just
3: right.
1: talking to my god yeah. in liquid prayers mm-hmm. you know and so if you have to cry you cry if you have to talk you talk just don't be silent even silent prayers sometimes it hurts so much it hurts so much like just recently not too long ago i lost my grandson my son my daughter had a baby He was mm-hmm. three months in the hospital and he passed he mm. went to the Lord. I had the grieving sometimes. I know a lot of people there is grieving because what's going on. Right. A lot of people are losing loved ones.
3: Right. Yeah. The
1: grieving sometimes is so mm-hmm. deep that you don't yeah. even have tears or words. You're just there. Mm. I think I was like three days. That was I was just there. I was just, there. I could not even cry. And then after mm. a little while, I broke up in, in, in crying a little bit, mm. you know, yeah. and I'm still me and my daughter and my family, we're still mm. in a process of grieving and healing. And
3: healing. We right.
1: have to, we have to be patient. We cannot pretend that we don't have emotions. Mm. We, we have to stop pretending that Christians don't have feelings, emotions, desires. And we have to feel the feelings, but it's like God made us like this, you, you know? Yeah uh so we have to and we need each other we need each other in this journey yes you know like i said you may don't get along with everybody Mm -hmm. young people if you go to church and if you like again i have to say that again don't give up keep Mm -hmm. going you're gonna find two or three people that you may relate Mm -hmm. you know get closer to them and 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 we need you we need the new the young people we need the weirdos we need (laughs) the different ones Right. We did it. We need we, we need, need all yep. we need everybody you know yep. because you think you, you are the only one with this problem. no I guarantee you if you open up you're gonna find another half dozen that have the same problem it's, the same yes. issues the same struggles that you guys can be stronger together yeah. mm-hmm. exactly. you know that's exactly. what I can tell to the young people and to the old people with the young souls yeah and to the old old because everybody you know God love us all oh, yes. let's, I, just, I, let's, I, let's just let's let's just you know accept each other. Let's be more patient, more kind, more long-suffering. This was the the gifts of the Holy Spirit: kindness, you know, Mm. long-suffering, forgiveness, love, and and uh, we have to dwell and ask God for more and more uh, the pour out of those gifts of the Holy Spirit in our life. And if I can, and if I can finish with Jeremiah twenty nine eleven for everybody that is out there going through some hardships from all over emotionally mentally, uh, financially, mm-hmm. you know, just do not give up because the promise of God is real. It may take a time. Sometimes they don't fulfill uh, all in the same time. It may be in the future sometimes, but they, yes. God will fulfill his promise mm-hmm. to us. And Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Mm. Plans to give you hope in the future. Mm. So I, I want to finish with that verse for everybody. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So so appropriate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Amen, Deborah. Yep. So you have really um watered our soul here yes. today with your testimony. <laughs> Thank you. And your experience and everything that you that you um that I've you've been, been through. through. Mm. Yep. So really Night really pleasure. do appreciate you. And I appreciate having you at, at our church, a part of yeah. our community yeah. and uh, we're so blessed to um to have you yeah. as our family, as one yeah. of our family members. Yeah. So and um Thank and um you. so so that you guys know Deborah, she's also um a very good actress. Yes. So it's a, it's a privilege to have you part of the film ministry yeah, also.
1: <laughs> so. Well, we need more movies. We need more movies. Yeah, I know, I know.
0: Yep. Yeah, the pan, more the, the pandemic slowed us yeah. down a little bit, but we're gonna get back to it.
3: We're gonna get. Okay. Back
0: to it. So, we get you, get you some more roles. So, but thank you again so much for for coming on my testimony yeah. and sharing your story and your experiences mm-hmm. and um and your wisdom for all of us. Mm-hmm. So, oh, thank um, you. Just wanna, just wanna thank you again. Mm -hmm. All right, so Dawn, you're gonna pray to Mm -hmm. close us out.
2: All right, let's pray, loving Father. We thank you so much for this testimony, testimony that shows us how you've had your hand in Deborah's life from the very beginning, from when she's very small, and the way that you're able to speak to her through all of her different experiences. We ask God that as we have listened, that we have learnt that you are constantly by our side that we can depend upon you and that we can always have you in our hearts and in our minds even with the liquid prayers like deborah Mm -hmm. talked about amazing that you're able to even understand what that means in our lives so be with us now as we go through the rest of our time on this earth that we would just be connected with you and just be totally ready to meet you it's our prayer in jesus name
1: Amen. Amen. amen amen Amen. thank amen. you guys yeah right. so
0: yep so deborah thank you again so much and um we'll talk soon you know yes. all right all right
1: all right take care